This is a Reconstructionist radio production. Please visit calcedon.edu to download or purchase this book. The Philosophy of the Christian Curriculum, Russus J. Rushtuni, Ross House Books, Vallecito, California. Part 4 Chapter 11 Theology and Pedagogy For a Christian philosophy of education, it is basic that teaching be founded on a sound theology and a biblical doctrine of man. Christ being the Lord, man cannot be. The sovereignty of God precludes the sovereignty of man. The sovereignty of God means that our educational standards must be derived from Scripture, not man. This means, first, that because Scripture makes clear that man is a fallen creature living in a fallen world, education must deal with the fact of sin. Education is not evangelism, it is instruction. In every area of instruction, the presuppositions are drawn from Scripture, not from man. Thus, in biology, the basis for the theory of evolution is not in biological data, but in man's attempt to eliminate God from the universe. The appeal of the theory is thus religious, not scientific. It explains nothing about the universe satisfactorily, but it does satisfy the humanist's hostility to God. A Christian philosophy of education will recognise the presuppositions of non-Christian education and concentrate on developing biblical presuppositions as the only sound basis for a Christian perspective and answer. In other words, men think and act in terms of what they believe. Faith governs life and presuppositions determine our sciences, arts and philosophy. This means, second, as already indicated, that there is a necessary relationship between faith and knowledge. What we know is a product of what we believe. The growth of the sciences in the Christian West is not an accident. Only where faith exists in one God, whose counsel of predestination introduces total law and order into the universe, is science possible. Relativism makes science impossible finally, as does polytheism. No universe can then exist, only a multiverse which has no common truth or meaning. Third, in teaching, it is therefore important to see the unity of man's being. He is totally God's creature, and he is a unity of faith and action. The Bible speaks of man's heart or soul as the centre of his being, as the core of his conscience, consciousness and thought. Out of it are the issues of life, Proverbs 4.23, whether good or evil. Paganism has held to a dualistic view of man, and sometimes a tripartite view. In Greek thought, man's mind and body are two different substances, and hence alien to one another. Virtue thus could be restricted to one sphere. Socrates could be regarded as a man of virtue, while a homosexual. Conflict in man was made metaphysical rather than moral. Because fundamentalism has a background of dualistic and tripartite views, it is radically antinomian. The doctrine of the, quote, carnal Christian, end quote, a most pernicious view, holds that man can be saved while showing no fruits of righteousness or of the spirit. The spirit of paganism can be summed up in the common proverb, quote, you can't judge the heart, end quote. This presupposes that man's soul and body are two alien realms. Our Lord, however, makes clear that a man is known and to be judged by his acts as a tree is by its fruits, 
Matthew 7, 16-20. If we do not have a unified view of man, we rarely fall into not only this, quote, carnal Christian, end quote, doctrine, but antinomianism as well. It sees two plans of salvation in the Bible, a, quote, progress, end quote, from the material to the spiritual, and from law to grace, whereas in Scripture salvation is always by grace, the, quote, material, end quote, and, quote, spiritual, end quote, alike created by God, both in the fall and both redeemed, and grace and law both basic to God's being and plan, so that to receive grace is to delight in God's law. Fourth, our perspective is to be determined by theology, not biology. Man is a product not of biology, but of the creating word of God. This means that theological determination is prior to biology, and that a biological determinism is invalid. Thus, the modern perspective sees adolescence and its storm and stress, its rebelliousness and spirit of independence as biologically determined and natural to man. In fact, however, adolescence is a cultural product, a hallmark of a decadent culture, and almost unknown in the history of civilization outside the modern era. In most cultures, what we call adolescence is rather a time of the most careful and attentive imitation of adults and of the older generation. Youth, on the verge of mature life and work, is then most concerned about being closer to the adult world and accepted by it. Instead of rebelling against it, youth seeks admission and initiation into the world of adults. Only because existentialism places a premium on isolation and radical independence of youth and radical independence do youth associate the dawn of physical maturity with a declaration of war and independence. They are simply enacting thereby the necessary religious, quote, confirmation, end quote, right of the modern world. The Christian child is confirmed in the faith of his fathers as he approaches maturity. The confirmation right of the humanist child is adolescence and its rebelliousness or existentialism. Similarly, Edward Shorter's research indicates that masturbation is a modern phenomenon in the main. Masturbation is increasingly important to modern culture because it ties in with existentialist man's desire to be free of all other people and thus to reduce sex to a purely existential act of one person needing none other. As the existential temper of modern man wanes, so too will his emphasis on egocentric pleasures in any and every sphere. Fifth, discipline is basic to Christian education, but discipline must not be confused with chastisement. The root in discipline is disciple, and true teaching makes the child a happy and eager disciple of Christ, ready to learn, because it is a necessary and privileged aspect of covenant life that we be able and fully employed in God's service. Chastisement is a last resort, though a needed one. True discipline is positive. Chastisement is negative. Discipline sets up guidelines, standards, requirements, tests and measures. Discipline creates an inner clock and requirement so that the life of the child becomes a progressively disciplined one and the discipline becomes a natural part of the child's life and permanently so. Discipline creates a living relationship between faith and habits so that the person's faith is readily and fluently active. Sixth, Christian education is of necessity not only theological in nature but theocentric. It is God-centred because God as Lord requires all things to serve him. The Westminster Shorter Catechism tells us that, quote, Man's chief end 
is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever, end quote. Every area of life and thought must be in line with this purpose, and education especially so. Humanistic education seeks to glorify man and to enable man to enjoy himself. It is doomed always to fail. Christian education cannot be secular education plus the Bible. The Bible is not added to an existing curriculum. The Bible must establish, govern and condition the curriculum or else we do not have Christian education. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows, or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His kingdom.